It's that time again. It has been a crazy, crazy month. A nasty November. That is the focus of this edition of Expressions. Hello, and welcome to this special edition of Expressions. I'm your host, Sierra Tavares-Reyes. Nasty November. That is today's hot topic, folks. So I got to get you guys caught up on a lot of stuff that has been going on this November. It has been absolutely crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm going to have to go backwards here. So let's start with today. So, you guys know that I've been talking to my handler for more than two years. And um, after so many times of her telling me to go on with my life, don't let it bother you, don't give it none of your time, I'm going to say F you, blah, 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 blah. I decided that it was time for me to reveal what I knew about her. And I told her everything that has been going on. I just couldn't hold it anymore because I, I just felt that, you know, you keep saying that over and 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 over. You guys know I've podcasted about this multiple times. A lot of times I've talked about this. Um, and to me, when you are sitting here telling another targeted individual or a targeted individual, because she's not one, to go on with their life and don't let it get to you and say F you and abracadabra, it's done. Uh, that is definitely a person who is not a targeted individual, but I already knew that. And so what I was doing was doing some uh, reverse intimate infiltration, might I add, because she started off being a uh, an extremely generous friend, extremely generous person, helping me with this, helping me with that. Uh, doing favors for me, um, paying bills for me, grocery shopping. And I was too, um, it was naivete on my part because I just thought that she was just this wonderful person. You know, I was kind of down and out, but I was blinded by her extreme generosity that I couldn't look past the fact that she was a perp. Because in this program, it's very easy for your mind to think that everybody is involved, right? Now, um... She, this woman has described things in my home that she knew that I had. She described places that I've been. She would tell me about something that the perps were going to do. And then right after she said it, it happened. She said that she had psychic vision. And that's the reason why she knows so much about what's going on with me or what's been going on with me. She said there were sensors inside of my home. And uh, in my doors and in my windows, um, when I told her, you know, I was going to, you know, get somebody in here to, to, to find out where they were. She was like, little girl, leave that stuff alone and forget about that. You know, it just goes on and on and on. 
You know, she's hacked into my uh, TV. She's hacked into my phone. Um, she said that she sits around and listens to 911 calls all day. And I don't know if that's the job of the handler. I don't know if that's the job of what perps do, but that's what she told me. She mentioned and said stuff about, she said that they're going to try to antagonize my dog. Uh, that has been happening quite a bit as well. So all these things that she knows about me and my life, and I don't know a single thing about her and her life other than what we would talk about on the phone. Um, I just thought that was just kind of strange. But like I said, people were asking me, you know, why do I talk to my handler? Because, again, you know, perpetrators are like germs. You're not going to get rid of them. They are everywhere. So I had went off on her today. I let it, I, I told her everything that happened. I told her when she invited me to her home on Christmas Day and how somebody went in my purse and, you know, she got my, uh, my SIN and my ID and, and all of that. And, you know, she tried to play crazy about that. She told me that she signed a non, a non-disclosure agreement, a couple of those to spy on her neighbor. She told me she went down to the neighborhood watch and she said that she never went back, which I do not believe. She told me that, um, she, she kept telling me, she said, oh, well, if, if, if the police came to you and told you to do it and, and, and you didn't have any money and you were on your last dime, you couldn't tell me that you wouldn't do it. She told me about, um, she kept saying that she wanted me to get the COVID vaccine um, because I could possibly, <laughs> it could result in my demise. I'll put it that way. Um, or I could have a bad reaction to it because when a targeted individual dies or commits suicide, they get a big payday. Okay. Um, she put down homeless people. She said bad stuff. Sorry, my phone's beeping. Uh, she said bad stuff about homeless people, and she's never been homeless. She is an African-American woman married to um, a white man, or so she claims that she is. Uh, and she thinks that she is just living this um, picture-perfect life, and nothing is wrong, and nothing can touch her. So we did a lot of stuff together, you know, and we would talk every day for more than two years. You know, but today, I just had to let it, I just had to let her know how I felt. You know, I said, I know what's going on. I know you're paid to ruin my life. You know, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. Just, you know, it, I, I was like, I'm sick and tired of pretending like I don't know what's going on. Okay. And this is a, you know, word of advice. Cause like I said, I could have cut this off a long time ago, but I was just sitting back listening and let her t letting her tell on herself about everything that she had ever told me. And she thinks that I forgot about this. And she was like, I'm surprised that you think that I'm involved and whatever, whatever. But ask yourself, what have I told you about your life? Have I predicted anything in your life that came true? No, absolutely not. 
Um, she also told me about um, every time when I power my phone on, like a lot of times um, when I turn my phone on, the Wi-Fi calling would be on. And I think it's hooked up somehow either to her phone or her computer because when I would, sometimes I would turn my phone on, she would send me a text message, you know, saying, are you up, you know, or hey, or something of that nature, you know, right when I turn my phone on. It's just like, it's so obvious. It's like, God, I just, I don't understand why people are playing this game. It's just like, you know, just come clean with it. It's, I just told us, like, listen, I want you to know that I know what's up, what's up, you know? And so now I called her out on it and I was going to, I was going to continue to talk to her to get more information out of her, you know, with as much information as she was willing to uh, supply me with. And then she uh, message, messages me back and says, oh, I think we should just move on. And, and I've never lied to you about anything and yada, 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 yada. Does anybody see what's painfully obvious here? Okay, so I call her out on everything that I know and that I have known for two years. And now she's doing exactly what I predicted that she was going to do, which was silently slip away. But, you know, she did it with an insult. She she insulted me and complimented me in the same sentence. And of course, uh, you know, I guess she thought that I was going to be mad about it. But it's like, I understand that you are a miserable person. You are a lonely person. Um, you are trying to live your life through me and my roommate. You know, you put you put us down, you know, because you're you're in your big house and your nice cars. And she said that she would never be homeless. She said, I would never put myself in the position to be homeless. She's never experienced it, but yet she thinks that she knows all about what to do and how to get out of it and thinks that it's just very easy to do. And so, like I said, I just let her have it. I just, I, I just unloaded. I just, I, I, I was just tired of just being quiet about it, you know, but I will say this. Um, well, actually I'm going to have to, we're going to have to take a break. Um, we'll talk about something else after this. We'll be right back. All right, folks, and we're back. Um, a couple other things that I noticed that she said as well. I mentioned about my phone being hacked, and uh, now they're trying to listen in. Here, cancel that. I mentioned about my phone being hacked, and um, and after my phone was hacked, I noticed that, you know, she was telling me stuff like she would say. Uh, well, I think they have our phones linked together, mine and yours and all this other stuff. She uh, hacked into the TV. She said that the TVs were linked together. And I'm like, this is just not making any sense at all. Because, it. I mean, 
you couldn't be more obvious to anything if you're telling me these things uh, that are happening. I mean, it's very obvious that you're doing it. You know, this is what you're paid to do. Uh, she told me about the TV because sometimes the TV turns off and turns on. Um, there is an auto shut off button on the TV, but I never really use that. Uh, so she'll say something like, oh, well, girl, they're using a smart home app to control all of your electronics. All they need to do is get the serial number or whatever, whatever. And voila. Again, somebody who knows all about this is like you, you're, you're the one that has to be involved. I mean, she had an answer for everything that happened. Everything. Every single thing that I asked her about, she knew all about it. One time I was feeling sleepy. She told me to to take my uh, the palm of my hand and pat myself on the head and it'll wake me up. It's like, how do you know all of this stuff? I just don't get it. You know, most TIs, we have to either learn from experience or like we have to take what we know and what we've experimented with and, you know, show or teach other people what is going on with that kind of stuff. I don't have the answers to everything. So everything that I deal with is from personal experience. That's that's what I do. And I, I would teach other other people these types of things. But like I said, it just couldn't be more obvious that, that she's involved because it's like, you know, way too much. You have the answers to everything. It's like what it, it is, what it is. Um, but we spent on the, we were on the phone for about two and a half hours, you know, and I just finally let her have it, you know, about what all the stuff that she kept telling me over and over and over and over. You know, I just got tired of hearing that because it's like, you know, you're telling me to go on with my life, but you're not saying anything about the perpetrators, which means that you are part of it and that you're, you are enabling these things to happen because you are running this kind of stuff. And, um, if you're sitting around listening to uh, 911 calls all day long and you're not a police dispatcher, but you want to call me, say that I have psychosis or, and, or that, I, that I take medication, um, like I said, that's just a dead giveaway that that person is a perpetrator because that is one thing. And then she says, oh, well, I so say you just insulted me right now by telling me that. That is, that is what all perpetrators do. They say that you're psychotic. They say that you're taking medication, you know, and that was the 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 straw that both broke the camel's back for me to to confirm that this woman is definitely involved. You know, the fact that we even went into a T.I. meeting undercover, I couldn't believe it. You know, so now you go to these T.I. meetings and you could be dealing with a perpetrators, you know, right there, you know, and not even know it. So. You got to be really, really careful who you talk to and who you open up to. Because like I said, you know, um, just because someone is being nice to you and being generous, it doesn't mean that they are a good person. It doesn't mean that they are your friend. You know, case in point, like I tell my roommate all the time, you know, he thinks he's so desperate for friends that, you know, he thinks that anybody is being nice to him is a friend. You know, and I keep telling him, you got to be careful about these people because not everybody likes you. But when I try to tell him that, he thinks that I'm trying to, you know, block friends and do all this other stuff. And I'm just looking out for you. But I obviously realize I can't do that anymore. You got to find out for yourself. You know, these people will do him wrong and then he'll apologize to them after they've done you wrong. It's like, are you serious right now? Are you kidding me? 
Like, you're going to apologize to them after they did something bad to you? No, I don't think so. And so I just, like I said, for the most part, I just stick to myself and in my own little world. I don't deal with these people. I don't. I take my dog out, let him go play, let him go poop, let him go pee. And then I'm just back into the damn house. It just is what it is. I don't need, I'm not under any obligation to speak to people, to say anything to you, just like you're not under any obligation to speak to me or say anything to me. You know, uh, people have this um, problem with me recording everything. One guy got mad at me um, and I really wasn't even recording him. Uh, but he just, they just wanted him to say that because there were other, there were like six perps next to him and they just wanted to, it was just another way to to get me to react to what was going on. And he was like, why are you all, why is it every time I see you always recording me? And I'm like, first of all, you're not that important. Number two, you're not going to tell me to stop recording for the phone that I pay the bill for. You don't pay my phone bill. I'm not telling you what to do. Don't tell me what to do. You have no license or no right to tell me. When I started telling her the truth about everything that I knew, she tried to say that the perps were controlling me. She tried to say that uh, that I was, uh, like she said, she called me <laughs> and said, I was, are you crazy? Are you this? She started saying, really, Sierra? And, and all this other uh, idiotic nonsense. And it was just like, you know, no, these are not the perps telling me to say that. And she was like, um, oh, they're really trying to isolate you. I said, no, nobody's trying to do anything. I mean... I'm just telling you the truth about all the stuff that I know about you that that you know about me. And I'm just finally calling you out on your shit and letting you know that I know what's going on. And then um, I was like, it's cool. I said, we can still talk and whatever, whatever. And and I said, you know, I'll call you tomorrow. So after I told her, I, was, I said, I'm going to call you tomorrow. She she basically was like, uh, fine. And then I get a text message saying, uh, I think we should just end our friendship, quote unquote, here. And I think it's best that we we move on. I've never lied to you about anything, you know, because apparently she doesn't remember all the stuff that she was was telling me, you know, because like I said, people were asking me, they're like, why do you talk to your handler? I said, because I'm trying to get the information because anybody she was the one that was closest to me. She was the one that was recording all my phone calls and I'm documenting everything down. She like, uh, you know, the stuff that she said about uh, that she went to the neighborhood watch program and then she never went back and, and that she signed a non-disclosure agreement to spy on her neighbor, all of that, you know, all this stuff that she's telling me. And then when I bring it up to her, she said, she tries to pretend like she didn't know what I was talking about. So, but um, yeah, Going back to the friends, friends issue, like I said, keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer and everything that you talk about, even when I talk about stuff on my podcast, they can hear it. They know exactly what I'm talking about. They, they know, you know, just like just, I took my dog out just a few minutes ago, you know, someone just tried to say something to me and I'm just, I'm casually strolling along with my day. You know, I just don't have the time. I don't, I, I don't feel like talking to anybody and not under any obligation uh, to do so. So don't let anybody make you feel that you do. Um, and if I isolate myself, th- that'll be my own self isolation, but I can do that. I'm okay with that. I don't need friends. I don't, because it, and, and just my history of having a few friends back in the past, people that I I've, I've been friends with. It just always seems like 
they're playing this duality of I'm being your friend, but I'm also stabbing you in the back at the same time. I'm being your friend, but I'm also talking shit about you behind your back. I'm being your friend, but I'm also setting you up. I'm being, you know, so it's like, I, I am my own best friend and I'm okay with being my own best friend. I don't have a problem with that, you know, but something's got to give, man. Something's got to give. And I'm just like, you know, this is it for me. This is the end of the road. I'm just done. So we got to take a break. Um, when we come back, I'm going to talk about the abandonment of the TI community. We'll be right back. back and so now I want to get into the topic of the TI community oh my gosh now if this does not if if this does not apply to you I'm not talking about you if I've never met you I'm not talking about you okay I'm talking about primarily people not everyone on my Facebook page but there are some people that are on my Facebook page I think I brought this up before um I, I've mentioned this a thousand and one times. I said that in this program, I can't do this alone. I can't take down this program by myself. It has to take all of us to to take it down, to tackle it, right? Everybody has to put in that work. But I, I recently got my, my Facebook account hacked and some people got deleted. And then I had to remove some people that have been just sitting on my page, taking up space, not interacting, not commenting on anything, not saying anything, and being totally silent. That is completely unacceptable to me, okay? And I'm sure most of these people were probably perps, just sitting on my page, watching my page, detailing it, and sharing, and copying and pasting. And if that wasn't enough, there were people that were, you know, calling me a perp, despite all the evidence that I put out there about my targeting, that was another strike that was, uh, you know, very insulting. And anybody should know me that knows that I'm not that. If you've gone through my page and you see all of my social media, my website, everything, you know, that will debunk that with the quickness. So um, the other thing I had issues with is that I would have people sending me either private messages or calling me on the phone on Facebook asking me, how are you doing or how is your targeting? And I was like, this is extremely frustrating and irritating because it's like Facebook is where people see how people are doing. You don't need to send me a private message asking me that. I mean, if if you're going to ask me how am I doing or how's my targeting, then we don't need to be friends on Facebook. That 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 is what I I don't understand. I don't understand why people are being so stupid because it's just it's dumb to me to ask me that. And when you're on my page, we we're already friends. So why do you need to ask me that? Just go through my page if you want to know how I'm doing. Go comment, go like on something. That's that's how you know what I'm doing. And so I had to remove people that were just being idiots. It's just silly. I, I, told, I said, if you want to know how I'm doing, 
check out my Facebook page, or listen to The Daily Target on my podcast here at Expressions. And it's like, they still ask those silly questions. It's like, it's just really dumb and it's condescending. Also, you got people on Facebook that say, I don't talk about my targeting. Now, some people on my Quora page kind of, you know, got a misunderstanding of what I was trying to say. When I, when you, when you say, I don't talk about my targeting, um, for me, that is very perpy of you, of anyone to say that, okay? Because why would you say, I don't talk about my targeting? Now, I'm not telling anyone to talk about their targeting to random people because they're not going to comprehend what's going on. And then the more you go into it, of course, they're going to think, oh, well, this, this bitch is crazy. Or what is she talking about? Or, or I'll call you back or, or, or you're weird or something. I get that. I understand that. That is not what I was talking about. I'm talking about talking about it amongst the TI community, people who do understand what you're going through, people who do accept and, and, uh, and uh, empathize with, uh, with us. That is what I'm talking about, okay? I am beyond and don't give a shit about anybody sitting here saying we're paranoid, we're schizophrenic, we're suffering from psychosis, we need psychological treatment, we need therapy, take your meds. I'm way beyond that. I don't care, okay? Because here's the thing. Those comments, once again, can be easily debunked by doing a Google search on gang stalking. Bam. It is real and it is evident and it is there. So there's nothing for people to go, for, for people to uh, um, fix their mouth to say those words unless you are a perpetrator. Then you have people that are, you know, that, that some people that say, what makes you so special? Well, it's not just me that it's happening to. It's happening to millions of people worldwide. So that's, that's how you debunk that. Okay. And then what are they going to say? They can't say anything because they've already Googled the definition. Okay. That's how you get rid of that or those, those types of people. But like I said, I don't care about those comments. I don't care what people think about me. I don't care. Uh, one person said, oh, well, I got friends and family on here. I don't want them to think I'm crazy. We're beyond that. I got friends and family on my Facebook page, too. I don't care what they think. Because here's the thing. When you are a person who is a targeted individual and you're, you're suffering silently and you're not speaking out against it, then basically what you're basically telling them is that you, you are okay with being targeted. You are okay with what they are doing to you. That is not the kind of message that you want to send to them. You don't want to um, uh, send that, that kind of message. That conveys that message. That you are complicit and you, are, you agree with the targeting. I don't know why people suffer in silence. I don't know why people do that. And another dead giveaway that somebody is a purpose when they say, I've been targeted for five years, three years, four years, whatever, whatever. Oh, and nobody follows me around. My neighbors don't, don't uh, follow me. Nobody follows me in public. 
When I hear that, I know I'm talking to a perpetrator. Surveillance is a huge part of this program. Huge. That is what they do. That is, a, that is, that is like 80% of what they do. Maybe even 90%. They follow you to the shower. They follow you to the bedroom. They follow you to the living room. They follow you uh, when you go to the grocery store. They follow you when you're going to the mall to get your car fixed at the airport. Everywhere. So when people tell me that idiotic nonsense, I'm not followed. Nobody nobody uh, uh, harasses me or says anything to me. But you've been targeted for X amount of years. I'm sorry, but that is just bullshit. Nobody can tell me that they don't get followed and they don't get harassed. I don't care what kind of apartment complex you live in. I don't care about if they have great security. Maybe you, maybe you all are not aware of what that is happening to you because they're not letting you in on it yet. Who knows? I don't know. But it's hard for me to believe that that someone is targeted and they don't, they're not followed or surveilled. Like said, like I said, for me, you know, I get almost everything pretty much. So, um, but I, I've, I've been through it. I have definitely really, really been through it. Uh, many people were asking me, um, do they send honeypots your way? Um, I don't really get honeypots coming my way. Um, I, I think that back around when I was, uh, you know, maybe I was targeted before I even realized I was because I discovered this in 2013. But I did date a guy um, who was full blood Italian and um, he was muscular, very attractive, green eyes and very, very good looking and tall. And um, he turned out to be uh, a rapist. So, um he could have been a honeypot, but as of now, I have not seen any of those types of people uh, that I've come in contact with. So I, I can't really comment too much on that because that's not really something that I've that I've really uh, run into. And so now it's like the future of you know people ask me you know what's your dating like dating life like Sierra it's like I don't really have one. But I, I, I just feel that I'm, I'm deliberately restraining myself from getting involved with anybody because of this program. Because I already know what's going to happen. If I go on a dating website, then they're going to infiltrate the people there. They're going to they're gonna be watching everything and they're going to be sending me all the, the perps. So I don't, I don't get involved with that kind of stuff. You know, if I'm if I do meet someone um, outside of of that, then probably what will happen is that if he's not a part of it, they'll damage that relationship or they'll they'll wreck it uh, before it even begins. So therefore, I just I just kind of leave myself restrained and, you know, I, I, I just have other outlets, you know, other things that I do and I just interact with people, you know, virtually you know, and that's just pretty much it. We'll be right back after this. I get so weak in the knees. I can hardly speak. I lose all control. It's up and take over me. In a day, it looks so amazing. Think it's not a face. I want to 
And we're back. And so another thing I want to talk about is like, you know, the stuff that's been going on here. I wanted to talk about a few things. Like, for example, I have a neighbor, a female perp who lets her dog off the leash. I've contacted animal control. I've contacted the manager. I've contacted the owner. Her dog has already attacked mine. They continue to allow her to do that. The manager, nobody says nothing to her. And not only is she violating the leash law, but she's also setting herself up, you know, for some litigation uh, that is going to be coming her way because this is just unacceptable. But what's uh, equally unacceptable is that when it happens in front of case managers and the property manager and nobody says anything because this is part of the torture in the program that I'm in. So, um, but like I said, I just document, I record and there it is. And so she's making it easier for me to go after her and, uh, for after these people that are being complicit in doing such, um, because this is just some things are just completely and utterly unacceptable. And as of now, because she's breaking the law, there are no rules for anybody to follow. There's there's no rules for anybody to fo- anybody to follow because you basically she's paved the way somebody else has paved the way making credible threats of violence but you're supposed to be holding out a position of authority here and you don't know how to talk to people you know and that's just is what it is um so I'm I'm just so done and now it's like basically what they're trying to translate now is like oh let's hurry up and get you out of here. Because you're taken away from the torture we need to, 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 uh, to um, the torture that is used against you to make our money, to make your life a living hell, because that's what we're getting paid to do. And you're interfering with that. So you got to get out, you know. So let's swan dive on this and, 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 and get you moving. And let this be a lesson to them and let this be a lesson to anybody else. If you think that torturing somebody is cool, you think that violating the laws are cool, and you think that I'm going to be silent about it, I'm not going to be. It's not going to happen no matter where I live. So whether I'm here or whether I'm somewhere else, I'm not going to allow that to happen, not in my presence and not on my watch. So be prepared for that. I just wanted to say this real quick, too. Um, After dealing with, with the situation, with the stuff in the TDI community, I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I was supposed to have been helping people. I've been trying to get people together. People are not wanting to fight back and people want to hide behind the phone. People want to hide behind the computer for whatever reason. Um, or sometimes when I do get involved with someone that I think is a targeted individual, they're actually an undercover perp posing as a TI. And so I've decided that, you know, hey, We'll just, you know, we'll play it by ear, but I'm just, I'm done with trying to unite people because nobody wants to be united. So, like I said, I, I'm just kind of just like doing my own thing now and focusing on my own targeting because it there is just no unity in this community. I've been trying, you know, uh, since 2018 and I can't. I can't bring us together if people are not willing to fight back. If everybody is willing to hide and be silent 
and suffer quietly and think, and this is another thing that pisses me off that I keep hearing from targeted individuals is that they, you know, they, some of them keep saying that, oh, well, if I'm quiet about it, my torture is going to be less and less and less. They're not going to bother me. But if I'm outspoken, they're really going to turn it up. Trust me. I've been quiet. I'm still targeted the exact same way as if I opened my mouth. You damned if you do and damned if you don't. And I'm not going down without a fight. So, not, not without a legal battle. Okay, now, let me go back to my love life for just a second. Um, what am I looking for? Well, my former boyfriend, also now my roommate, we dated before and he is... Definitely not what I've been looking for. That's why we're just roommates and and friends and nothing else. Um, So just somebody opposite of him and just somebody who is definitely a a targeted individual. I've never dated another targeted individual. Um, But I prefer Latino men. That is just my preference. Tall. Definitely got to have that. you know, just somebody who understands me and supports me and, you know, is going to have my back through it all. We, you know, we support each other. It's a union. I didn't get that, you know, with my ex-boyfriend. I didn't get that at all. You know, we, we are just completely opposites. And, you know, he lives in a box. Same stuff over and over and over. It's just like somebody clapping constantly and not stopping. Um, we would fight a lot. Um, but mostly it would be him that would initiate it. He would get so angry and upset over the most smallest, most insignificant things. Um, all he wants to do all day is watch movies. That's it. He wants to do nothing else. You know, he'll work here and there, but you know, he just wants to watch movies all day and drink beer and that's it. That's the extent of everything. And I'm just looking for somebody who is, you know, who doesn't live in this routine box, you know, someone who can make me come to life, you know, get me to do things that I haven't done in a long time, you know, someone exciting, impulsive, you know, just someone who's uh, filled with joy, you know, somebody who likes to, you know, daring and just you know, fun, exciting, you know, lift me up, sweep me off of my feet, you know, be the stronghold of support. That is not my ex-boyfriend, but I think that him and I, we are great friends. Um, He's looking for something opposite of me. I'm looking for something opposite of him. I want him to be happy with his new girlfriend and I want to be happy as well. And it's going to take some time, but I'm going to be very careful about letting anybody else get close to me because of what happened with my handler. You got to be careful because there's always going to be a snake in the room somewhere. It is very difficult for me to trust anybody anymore. Because you, you never know. Um, 
These perps are very, very clever, very conniving, and very sneaky, and very sinister. Some are downright evil. No honeypots. Ever. But what I'm looking for is just compatibility. I'm looking for that that click. I, I just, like I said, there's just... It, it's like the ship has been sunk, you know, at the bottom of the sea. I want it to rise up and start sailing again. But I know, like I said, it, it, this is going to be extremely challenging. I'm not looking to rush into anything. I want it to happen very organically and I want to take my time. So for the moment, I'm okay with being single for now. And just for the record, because I know there's going to be perps listening to this. I don't need a man to make me feel good. I don't need a man to be happy. I can be single and happy. I'm okay with that. Because I'll tell you why. Sometimes it's just less drama. No stress. You know, you don't have anything to, else to worry about. And I could, I could focus more on myself. Relationships take time to develop. I mean, it's not something that happens right away. You know, you just kind of got to test the waters and use a lot of discernment when you're dating somebody. I was just like putting up this brick wall because I was like, you know, I'm not going to date anybody. I'm not going to get involved. I'm just going to be like, mm, whatever. I'm going to be to myself and like, screw it, you know. But I, I don't want to cut myself off completely. You know, but if the opportunity presents itself, that's fine. But I'm not going to go go around looking for it. I'm not going to be like hunting, you know, for it. So we'll be right back. No pain, no pain, no pain, no pain, no gain, no gain, no, no pain, no pain, no pain, no pain, no gain. All right, so in closing, I just wanted to, you know, get back with you guys. I've had a tumultuous month and I didn't want to cover everything individually by the week. I was like, let me get all this out in the entire month so you guys can know what is going on with me. And um, I'm hoping December will be a better month. I'm hoping the future will be a lot better. But I was like, there was so much going on. There was so much happening uh, that I needed to talk about and get off of my chest. And I'm finally glad that I was able to do that. So instead of (laughs) like the daily target, this was like the monthly target in this case. So um. Stay tuned for more episodes. I'll be getting back to you guys and letting you know um, how my life is going. Take care. The Expressions Podcast has been brought to you by Anchor. I want to thank you all for listening. Like what you just heard? Then please make a small donation to sustain future episodes at anchor.fm slash Sierra Tavares Reyes. Thank you.